Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. It's Friday here on Critical Thinking. You know the drill by now. Patrick Oney alongside me, Andrew Coppins. He's at the Pat Oney Show. I'm at the Coppins Show. Download, rate, review the podcast for wherever you find your podcast. And do not forget, you can watch us every single Monday through Friday on our Rumble page, rumble.com backslash critical thinking, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. We have a lot to get into. This is a Friday fish fry on the show. That means we're going to get into the best of the week. The worst of the week is going into the fryer along with the craziest of the week. We're going to crown a brand new Richard of the Week, and maybe we'll play the B or not the B, but we're going to start with our best stories of the week. Let's just dive right on into it, Pat. Um, I'm going to start first. Okay. Now, we 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 try to compare notes when it comes to the best and worst of the week to make sure that we're not, or or if we're on the same page, we can at least elaborate enough to fill the show, if you will, right? Right. And so... I think we both had as at least one of the two options for best story of the week, um, a political story, correct? Correct. Well, I also had one that comes from the world of sports. So if we're going to share that, I'll let you have this one, Pat. I'm going to be magnanimous like that. Okay. Considering I sent it to you first, you know, so just, just saying. I saw it before you did, Pat. How do you know? Because I saw it before we did the show yesterday. Okay, but I still I sent it to you, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with the, the best story of the week being in the realm of the world of sports. Okay. Do you have a gander as to what that best story of the week will be in the realm of uh, sports? Does that have anything to do with the World Series? Yes, yes, it does. Because my best story of the week is getting to watch the only no hitter in World Series history in my lifetime. Now, I didn't watch it's, all of it. it. It's the second one in World Series history. Correct. And only the yeah. third in all of postseason history. But this is a first because this is the only team no hitter in all of postseason Major League Baseball history, and we just witnessed it on Wednesday night. Now, I didn't see all of it, mm-hmm. um, but because uh, I had a, a couple of church events, as we discussed earlier this week, but afterwards, um, after one of our uh, uh, Wednesday night, it's uh, basically a men's prayer group. Um, afterwards, we always try to socialize a little bit and 
And then um, we went to a, a local establishment and ended up just kind of chit-chatting away. And there we were in the midst of the eighth and ninth inning, being able to see the end of that no-no. And it was pretty incredible to to at least see some of that history. But as a, a history buff and a sports history buff especially, um, you know, being present for moments like that, um, they're pretty cool. They're so rare. They're pretty cool. I would I would put that up there with um, um, seeing the Cubs or being here in Chicago when the Cubs won the World Series. Obviously, I'm not a Cubs fan, but watching you know generations of Cubs fans going crazy together and and what it meant to the city to have that happen was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. I I just I I have one problem with this. It's the Astros and they're cheating. Right? That's where you're going to go with this? It's exactly where I was going to go with it. How many players on that team were part of that squad? Not many. I have no idea. Not many anymore. That's the that's the other point. I, I have no problem. Are they cheating now? I would hope not. Okay. There you go. There's your answer. They just threw a team no-hitter. Do you know how hard it would be to cheat to do that? And, and also, it's one of the, it's one of the more entertaining World Series um, in terms of the fact that it's, what, 2-2 now? No, no, it's 3-2 now. Oh, so yeah, there was a game last night, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, and the, the Astros took the lead in the series. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? 3-2, we're going back to Houston for Game 7. And uh, uh, game six, and then or game you, six, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens here, but it's been a hard fought series. Um, yeah, I'm hoping yeah. the Phillies will bring it back on that one, but uh, I, I don't have a lot of hope goods that it's going back to Houston. So, duly noted, duly noted. Yeah, still really cool though. It was a combined no hitter and yeah, combined no hitter. Um, yep. First in first in Major League Baseball postseason and World Series history, so I'll take it. <clears throat> but um, Pat, I think we have to get into what really is the best story this week. Um, do we just want to play the video? Yeah, let's just start with that. Okay. Well, this is the agreed upon. Um, both of us agree. This is absolutely the best story of the week. Chris Bickley from CBS News. Uh, Hi, Chris. I don't know if you've seen this ad attacking you. That's Wh- the, which one? <laughs> which one? Which one, Chris? The, uh, the the mother of Brian Signet, the Capitol Police officer that died uh, the day after January 6th. She, in, in an attack ad, is saying that people like you specifically are responsible for her son's death. I'm curious what you think when you hear that. What's her name? The mother of Brian Sicknick? Yeah. I think it's Cindy Sicknick. Cindy, I just want to say to Cindy Sicknick, I'm so sorry about the death of your son. It, it is tragic. I'm a, a mother myself, and that is, uh, it breaks my heart. But so, that is a wound when you lose a child, no matter how old they are, that never heals. And so I don't want to disparage her. She doesn't know me. I wasn't anywhere near the Capitol on January 6th. And I understand that her son died, I think, the following day of a stroke or natural causes. And I, I feel for her, and I, I see the pain in her eyes. And I would never try to disparage or hurt her, because I know when a mother has pain like that, there's no way to heal that. And that's why I feel for these moms and dads who hit me up on the campaign trail, and they grab me. And you can spot them from across the room. There is a, a loss in their lives that can never be replaced, and we're losing thousands of young people. When they tell me they lost a son to fentanyl, when they lost a daughter to fentanyl poisoning. Um, this is why we are pushing so hard to secure that border and stop fentanyl from pouring across. I'm used to attack ads. I've had probably more money spent against me than any candidate in Arizona in attack ads. But the people know me here. They're not believing what they're seeing in the attack ads. I've been in their homes for 27 years. And additionally, besides attack ads, I've had 100% negative lying coverage by the fake news of me and my campaign and our people. And so we've withstood that, and we will win, and we're going to do great things for Arizona despite what you guys say. 
Mic Take drop. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead, Pat. Uh, so this is Carrie Lake in response to uh, uh, an attack ad on her saying that she is responsible for January 6th. And the death and it of was, Brian uh, Sitnik. And... Right. Which, I mean, this was really the perfect response. I, I don't know that you could have given a better response than what she just did. She She... Took a second to like, hey, like, I'm a mom too. I, I, if it were me, I would understand your loss. Like, like th- that is painful. That's something that'll probably never mm-hmm. fully heal. You can't. I mean, you can't replace a kid. You can't. Can't do it. No matter how old they are, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. it it's a hole that 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 will always be there. A void that will always be there from now on. After that, mm-hmm. um, however, she's not responsible for it. She was nowhere near. Capitol Hill on January 6th has no responsibility for it. And yet here are people are trying to make it look like she is just as responsible as those that were there. No, she wasn't. She was not responsible. And for those that, because she was in the media for, for however many years she mentioned 27. Yeah. So people, people in Arizona know her. Um, they they know what kind of person she is, being that she's been in their television sets for 27 years. How, did, so how no. well do you really know somebody who's reading the news? Well, but, but I, I get your point, right? She, yeah. they, she has built a reputation. Um, right. And <clears throat> the the good part of this in terms of her reputation, Pat, is that the people of Arizona could smell it out if it was untrue. Right. If the if the reputation, right. if the the persona on TV isn't who she really is, they would smell it out in two point two seconds. And it's very clear she's an authentic individual. Um, yeah. Now, for me, the reason this is the best story of the week, Pat, has nothing to do with, um, you know, no, she wasn't there or whatever. It has to do with she. This is an on the fly question. Right. And there, there's two reasons, actually, for me. Number one is, did you notice the CBS reporter didn't go with the, you know, crap narrative of, you know, uh, the Brian uh, Sitnik died uh, on January 6th, right? The media has tried to right. push that, that, that he died on January 6th or because of January 6th, blah, 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 blah. He didn't go there because he knew that Carrie Lake would destroy his ass if he went there, right? Right. And notice how he stops himself and goes, and died the day after January 6th. So we got the media on record there admitting this was not January 6th. So that's that's point one. But point two for me is this is on your feet thinking, right? This Sure, they could have prepped her. Uh, for the possibility of these questions coming up. But how many candidate uh, candidates have we gone through on both sides of the aisle who have no clue, even in preparation and through all the preparation, of how to handle potentially a pratfall type of a question? Right. They uh, Yeah. Dozens, if not tens of dozens uh, of candidates who, who would not be able to answer this question this way. Right. So when I take a it's look at this, not. it's it's how magnanimous or or how quickly she was able to relate to the pain. And then also, hey, by the way, there are people here in Arizona feeling pain every single day because of decisions our government is making. And I want to make sure that their pain no longer happens. Also, by the way, not my fault because I was not there on January 6th. You can't subscribe and or ascribe a single individual's rhetoric around the 2020 election to a personal issue. What we know about Brian uh, and how he passed away from a stroke. 
That stroke was not stress-induced, by the way. It was not trauma-induced, by the way. The autopsy, the report on his death, at least the reports that I have seen on his death, suggest this was a massive brain issue. It wasn't something in which a immediate stressor did this. This was something that was just the body shut down. It sucks. It's awful. It's terrible. I have a very, very personal relationship with uh, with strokes and and how scary they can be and you know how death defying sometimes it feels like they are. Um, and sometimes how they take a life way too young. And so how she responded to this, right? With love and compassion, then telling the story of other people who have had tragedy happen because of government action, and then pivoting back to Stop playing the game, media. This was an attempt at a gotcha question, right? This was an attempt to get her on record to say something batshit crazy. I am telling you right now, Pat, that if it weren't for Ron DeSantis, Carrie Lake might be the front runner for 2024. Because she don't put up with shit from the media. She I mean, lived the media for 27 years. She knows the games they're going to play. She's not playing their game. But more importantly, did you see her slip up one time? Did you see a um and er ah uh, e ah uh, o ah? Uh? No. No. She knows her shit. She doesn't back down. And most importantly, Pat, she stands up for what she believes in, and she means it. That what you saw there was leadership. Okay, that that's the that's the rare quality, and and it's part of why people like Ron DeSantis right now too. And I'm telling you right now, if it weren't for Ron DeSantis, Carrie Lake is my person I would want running in 2024. I may not agree with all of her her policy prescriptions or whatever, nor should anybody 100% of the time be in agreement. If so, you need to look at the cult you're in, okay? Um, but I will say this. I will take a leader who I agree with 70% of the time, 60% of the time, who is willing to actually lead. I will take. I will take that. Hell, I'll take a leader I agree with 40% of the time. Why? Because it's a leader. Donald Trump is not a leader. He's a follower. He always has been. He is not somebody who thinks for himself. He is not somebody who has a leadership bone in his body. How do I know that? Because if so, Trump University wouldn't have been a fraud, right? Trump water, blah, 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 blah. Ron DeSantis might be somewhat of a leader, but also he kind of does that. And there's an authoritarian bent to some of the stuff that he does, and I don't like that. When's the last time we had a true leader in the presidency? Maybe Ronald Reagan for me. George W. Bush sure as hell was not. Or George H.W. Bush, excuse me. Bill Clinton. I, I, I can make the argument that George W. Bush was. Yeah, I can make I can make that argument as well. Um, but yeah, I the thing I struggle with with George W. Bush is the pre uh, the the preparation for war in Iraq, if you will, right? The right. the preconditions, if you will, right? The this is why we're going to war. Bunch of hooey. That's, it turned out to be an absolute bunch of hooey. Now, yeah. I can make the other counter argument, and a lot of people in the military intelligence uh, 
apparatus will make the argument that we waited way too long to go in. And that resulted in a lot of what happened, right? The movement of WMDs and da 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 da. Okay. But you told us there were WMDs everywhere, <laughs> right? Right. Um, so, but I, I, you know, okay. So Reagan or, or George W. Bush. Well, George W. Bush also gave us the Patriot Act, and oh, uh, you can be you can be a, an effective leader and still bring forth bad policy, right? A hundred percent, and that's where I come with uh, come at this video as being the best story of the week because it is leadership and the media having to admit on the record that Brian Sitnik did not die. On January 6th. Hmm. Interestingly enough, there are people that are thinking that uh, Carrie Lake, if if Ron DeSantis decides to run in 2024, she could be his VP pick. I wouldn't do it if I were her. No, I wouldn't either. It's. I if you need her in Arizona, first of all, and, and to only be there for two years, I think, is a disservice to Arizonans. Mm-hmm. And so I just I wouldn't if I were her I wouldn't do it it, it would look like uh, too much of a political ploy. What was the last two years for if if by by the time you get to twenty twenty four? So yeah, I would. I think the two people I would look at if I were um, Ron DeSantis would be Kim Reynolds, the governor of Kim Iowa, would be, yeah. and um, um, the governor of South Dakota, uh, Christy Noem. Yep, those would be the yeah. two that I would look at. Not not because they're women, not because, you know, they have an aesthetic, but because they, they're authentic for the most part. Um, I would argue that Christy Nome has a little bit of a grimy sliminess. I get it. I, I feel that from her from time to time. Mm. But they're more down the that same road, that they're of the same ilk and thought process. There's, there's not going to be a lot of out of step. And they can be able to use that vice presidency as a potential platform for later on, right? Whereas right. if you're Carrie Lake, uh, to your point, right, Pat, two years and then you jump, I'd rather have her in Arizona giving receipts, right? And right. then running if need be beyond that that's where i'm at with that right that's what i'm saying depending on what happens in 2024 you got you know 2028 where i think she could be a solid candidate and then beyond Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so that's where i'm at when it comes to all of that but those are our best stories of the week i i can't emphasize enough that this is a master class this was a master class folks in how you deal with that type of a question Compassion, pivot, and truth. Just that simple. Uh, But with that, Pat, do you want to play the B or not the B? Let's do it. All right. The final B or not the B for the week. Lay the headline on me. All righty then. New Sarah McLaughlin ad says for only $8 per month, you can sponsor a celebrity's verified Twitter account. New Sarah McLaughlin ad says for only $8 per month, you can sponsor a celebrity's verified Twitter account. And if you haven't yet, I don't know about you, Andrew. I, don't, I haven't looked at Chicago's weather recently, um, but it's been pretty cold here and uh, a nice little way to warm yourself up is um, get some hot chocolate. Mm. And I've got some really good hot chocolate upstairs from uh, our, our sponsor over at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Uh-huh. Got a couple different flavors over there. I got the, the, the velvet chocolate and I've got the uh, marshmallow blend, which I think the marshmallow blend is probably, probably my favorite. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty good. Um, all you got to do, folks, because everything is is freshly roasted and sent right to your door. 
Mm-hmm. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, use the promo code critical thinking at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase. That's so go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, use the promo code critical thinking at purchase, and get 5% off today. Do you need the headline again? Sure. New Sarah McLaughlin ad says, for only $8 per month, you can sponsor a celebrity's verified Twitter account. Ouch, man. Ouch. Um, as I think about this, right, I get the reference where they're going with this, and, and it's a story worth at least uh, discussing. Um, also, ASCPA or whatever the bullshit, uh, you know, puppy loving bullshit commercial is always on with Sarah McLaughlin in the background. Um, that makes me say this has got to be the Babylon Bee. Are you sure? Not 100%, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing you trusted your instincts here because this is the Babylon Bee. Good to know. This week, Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Celebrities... launched a nationwide campaign to raise awareness about public figures buckling under a new expense that seems targeting targeted specifically at them the commercial advocates for compassionate viewers to donate eight dollars per month to sponsor a celebrity's verified blue check mark on twitter hi i'm sarah mclaughlin please say you will be the answer for this innocent celebrity who is suffering right now from the cruel tax designed to reduce the status of high status people the eight dollars monthly charge for a verified blue check mark on twitter sarah mclaughlin delivers her appeal directly into the camera in the new commercial gently cradling a scraggly and ill-kempt stephen king as he moans quietly over the soft uh, crooning of in the arms of the angel. The commercial pans over several other destitute Twitter celebrities, including Congressman Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez also holds her hand with a uh, poochie lip as the voiceover summarizes uh, options for one-time gift monthly pledge to the AOC package where you pledge to make everything on Twitter free. Like shouldn't it be free speech anyways, as the commercial progresses, McLaughlin enumerates the need for of wealthy online figures, including shelter care and being rescued from bullies who are making them pay for a marginal amount of more, for a marginal dose of online status. She even calls out any widows who may be listening by asking them to step out on faith and give their their last $8 to a helpless Twitter celebrity stuck out in the cold. Since this since commercials airing, $16 it's been raised to $16. Ah. Oh. By the way, Pat, can we talk about this? Because uh, the the whole $8 thing, the AOC response to this, did you see the self-parody? Like, does she understand how she looks and sounds when she gets on, like, Instagram Live or, or any of that? Oh, you think, you think she's crazy, um, like, watching her in Congress or on, on camera in terms of, like, the press and stuff like that? She's crazier when she does stuff like this. Yeah, um, but also she's sitting there eating chicken tenders, talking about Elon Musk or whatever. Like she's in Elon Musk's head and blah 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 blah. And she's yeah, in Elon Musk's head. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, as I pointed out on on Twitter yesterday, and also went kind of viral again two tweets this week that got hundreds of likes and retweets and and all of that stuff and i'm talking like 
hundreds. Um, for the size of my account, that's a lot. That's right. a lot. Um, but my point with the AOC and the celebrities out there is this. They're complaining about having to pay to verify the account. That's not what Elon Musk's caring about, okay? It's not about your verification. What he's caring about is giving you access to ad-free uh, Twitter, giving you access to extra benefits. The verification is just one part of that. It's not that he's he's wanting $8 a month to verify your account. No, it's $8 to make sure that you don't have ads, to make sure that you have increased analytics and control over your account and blah, 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 right? And the verification comes with that. Assuming this also helps eliminate spam too. Right. Like the spam, bots, the bots, crap like the, that. Yeah. Right. This yep. is what this is about. Okay. And God forbid, you know, as I pointed out on Twitter, um, what, Tuesday, I think it was, Monday or Tuesday, Twitter's a business, correct, Pat? Yes, Twitter is a and business. Prior to Elon Musk taking over, 99.9% .9 of its revenue stream came from just advertising. Yes. Okay. So what would be another avenue? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. As a business owner, yes, I own an actual business. You can go ahead and look it up if you would like. But as a business owner, if you do not diversify your income streams, your revenue streams, you're a dead business. Now, people have argued, but Twitter's um, value is in the data. Exactly. That's it. That That's a dead business. What Elon Musk is attempting to do here is to diversify the revenue streams of Twitter to make Twitter a viable company. Okay. Right now, the valuation of Twitter based off of its revenue versus its reality. They're, they are valued at about a hundred no, not a hundred thousand, but at least a thousand times what they should be valued at on a price to earnings ratio. It's out of whack. People have bought the lie that Twitter is a valuable and viable business. The reality is that it is not a viable business. It has been propped up as a viable business. Now, does it serve a, as a potential public utility or one version of the public square that is out there? Absolutely. But it is a business at the end of the day. It is a publicly traded business. Elon Musk, his, his duty is not to the AOCs, to the celebrities, to you or to me. His duty is to whom? The shareholders. That's it. He has one duty. It is a fiduciary duty to the shareholder of that company. Okay? And he's looking at this going, holy shit, we have one revenue stream and one revenue stream only. That's a problem. And it's a problem that he's attempting to solve by, yes, charging a little bit of money. By the way, to everybody. Right? Right. I mean, I, look at it this way, Pat. I was a nationally known sports writer, okay? I was the lead writer for one of the largest websites at the time, especially, in the entire United States of America. I wrote three to four columns, news pieces every single day as a national brand, okay? Did Twitter verify my account? No, they refused to do so. So now, and why would that be important? To stop the bots, to stop the spam, to have people understand um, not a level of authority, 
but a level of authenticity. So paying for that access, removing the advertising, uh, removing and gaining more control, gaining more functionality, like being able to edit and do this and do that. People just expect this stuff for free today. It's insane what people expect to just get. No, but, but it's a but, business. But, 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 but Andrew Coppins, Elon Musk is already the richest man I, in I the world. I love that argument. I loved that. I, I got that argument at least a dozen times and I, I didn't respond to any of it because it's absolutely utter trash. He, he's the richest man his, in the world. His responsibility is not to his pocketbook. It is to his shareholders pocketbook okay he yes he owns twitter right he bought twitter out but there are still shareholders that he has a fiduciary duty to that duty is not to his own pocketbook i i don't know how, also who are you to say anything right about how much money anybody makes well, and not to mention the whole premise of how he could fund whole countries and, you know, end world hunger with all of his money and blah, blah, blah. He is literally stuffing billions yeah. of dollars up his own rear end in order to get Starlink up in Ukraine. Right. Humanitarian good? Does that work for you out there in leftist communist? Yeah. Uh -huh. it, it, the, the whole he's the richest man in the world. You could you could do whatever he wants. Why does he need to make another dollar? It's not about him well, making money. It's about making sure that the company that he invested his capital in high capitalism. Do you understand the basics? Well, well, here's here's here was here's where I, I took this because I mean you're right about everything on that, but where where I took it was, um, he's in business. He is a businessman. Um, when you're good at something like really good at something you don't do it for free um that's that, just plain and simple so right exactly and one of the things in real estate that has now changed you you'll see a lot of this free home valuation free home valuation free home consultation this that and the other thing right we can't advertise that anymore that way why because it's actually not free we're not specifically charging you for that, but should you sign a contract and we go close your, your home, was that va home valuation actually free? No. No, it wasn't because I got paid. Mm. Because that home valuation turned into what, right? A sale. Exactly. Turned into a sale. I'm not doing it for free. I'm doing it to earn your business. I can get you, it's like a Twitter, right? I can get you into the door. Right. You can get a free account. It's like um, anything else that you see, right? For instance, mm -hmm. Peacock, um, because we have Xfinity here in our building and large swaths of Chicago have Xfinity, we get a free version of Peacock. It comes with advertising, but if we want ad free, we still have to pay for, pay for it. it. Yep. Do I understand that? Yeah, I do. Because you're giving up the revenue stream of that advertising, right? You're asking the business to say, you know what? I'm not going to grab that piece of revenue that I can get from you. What? No, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. He's a businessman. Now, um, the other thing that I pointed out with AOC, Pat, and this one has, has taken off a little bit as well. Her main complaint is what? Other than it should be free? Right. Her main complaint is that this should verification should be free and blah, 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 blah. Right. And and using Twitter should never come at the cost and uh, a barrier to entry. Right. That's not what Elon Musk is saying, by the way. Elon Musk is saying continue to use this for free, but it's going to come with advertising. It's going to come with this. And you won't be able to publicly verify your account. Gotcha. Okay. But my main point with them is this. Pat, do you think that she is a social uh, social media manager 
um, on either her campaign or her staff or both. Absolutely, she does. There's no way she doesn't. Okay, so she just paid for access to Twitter. Um, do you think that she pays for a social media management account, like a Hootsuite or HubSpot or name one, right? You think she uh, pay, do, does possible. she have the free version or the paid version? I'll give you a uh, hint. If, it is the paid version because she has multiple channels, right? Right. You just paid for access. You paid for that access. So don't give me the, I can't pay for access because I'm a public figure, right? How dare you charge the, the, the elite and the wealthy for this? Here's the, here's the reality when you talk to people who become wealthy, who have fame, okay? When you talk to those people, a large part of how they stay wealthy and famous is a lot of the things that they have, a lot of the things that they get are given to them. For nothing. Also, a lot of them don't own shit. So, for instance, that dress on the runway. Yeah, for you and me, that's going to cost $80,000, right? For that celebrity right. to wear it that night, it cost her nothing. Or that suit, that $10,000 suit for the guys, right? Cost them nothing. Um, also how many of them own their home in the Hollywood Hills? Not a lot of them. If you're smart, right. why? Because you can take that, that, that amount of money and invest it elsewhere, free up the capital. And yeah, you do have a rental payment, right? You do have that, right. but, but the rest of your capital can be used elsewhere. For instance, do, do a lot of them lease their vehicles. They don't own a lot of them don't own anything at least in their own name. An LLC that is based in Guatemala or Honduras or Belize, that might own that vehicle or that property in which, guess who's paying that owner? Right. Oh, and by the way, that, that, that house is now owned by this LLC in Belize, but that LLC in Belize is owned by one in Singapore, Right. And that one then Singapore is owned by something in Ireland. How do you think they don't pay taxes, right? How do you think that happens? It happens because they're smart enough to understand how to use the United States tax code to their advantage. And they have the means by which to think that way. That's how they got and stay wealthy, folks. This notion that paying $8 a month and, and paying for access to any of these social media platforms is an affront to, to democracy or to the, the social square is insane. AOC pays a union salary to somebody to manage her social media accounts. Yep. AOC pays a monthly fee to a Hootsuite, to a HubSpot, to a whatever, to make sure that somebody can schedule use multiple channels using the same message, different messages scheduled throughout the day, and oh, by the way, schedules AOC's um, Instagram Lives. That shit is not something that's on the fly. Those things are scheduled. Those things are put in. It is an all-thought-out strategy that she pays somebody for. It's the same thing with, uh, with celebrity athletes. They are paying somebody to create a brand and an image on Instagram and Facebook and, and Twitter by and large, okay? They may tweet out some of their own thoughts and, and whatever, but 90% of the time, somebody else is doing that and they don't ever see it. They create a brand that makes them money. That's the whole point. They might get some endorsements. They might get this or that for free and da-da-da-da-da but you're paying for it. So why are you now complaining about having to pay for it when you are already doing so? Stupid. It's absolutely stupid. All right, Pat, speaking of stupid, um, I think it is also time for us to crown a brand new Richard of the Week. Are you Let's ready? Do it. Yes.
And Lord knows there were a lot of Richard-like things this week. Yes, yes, there were. And it actually was almost hard to pick. Mm -hmm. Um, But here's who we have. We have Joe Biden. Joseph Marionette Biden, by the way. Um, The uniter in chief, right? Yes, the, 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 the... Divider in chief from the other night. No, no uh, I said uniter speak. in chief. Pat. No, 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 no. He's divider in chief at this point. Uh, Wait, what? But he yeah, ran. Yeah, he ran that, on uniting the United States of America once again. Did, yeah, I think his definition of unity and the actual definition of unity are probably two different things. You should probably check Merriam-Webster to make sure that they haven't changed the uh, definition. Remember? Um, yeah, I probably should. You're right. Vaccine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I should. I know. I'm always right. Yeah. that That's debatable, but. Hey, my case. wife say that, too. <laughs> then we have Vladimir Putin for his war crimes in Ukraine again. Good times. Good times. I, I can't wait until we uh, don't have to include him on this list anymore. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah, it, would, it really would be. Then we have, uh, what's her face? Sunny Hostin. Did I say her name? Yes, Sunny Hostin of the Sunny Hostin. She uh, sort of um, went on a, a rampage, if you will, on white suburban women. Uh huh. And compares them to roaches voting for raid. Wait. Oh, is it because uh, she loves abortion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's and that's, and if you're a yeah, white uh-huh. suburban woman, you're voting for candidates who are pro-life and oh, that's right. Yeah. You again, this is the problem with the left, right, Pat? You yep. you can't think any different than what you're supposed to think based off of your demographics, and if you do, you're. So my question then would be. If you're a rural Christian white man and you don't vote for Team GOP, are you a traitor? Because that's the logical fallacy that we're dealing with, right? This is insane. Well, our final nominee is uh, going to be Kyrie Irving. Do you you, you know who Kyrie Irving is? Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of who Kyrie Irving is. But why I'm exactly would sure. he be? What did what did he do that would put him in this category? Well, you see, according to the NBA, he sort of uh, was it endorsed or backed or, or did something with a uh, anti-Semitic film. Oh no 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 huh. no 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 no! That is not what happened. But that's what the NBA wants you to believe, and that. Led to a suspension without pay for five games, by the way. For five games, yeah. Um, that's not what happened. Well, well, re- okay, what? so what happened, Andrew Coppins? So what had happened was Kyrie Irving tweeted out a portion of one of Alex Jones's documentaries, if you will. I'll uh-huh. use that term very loosely. In the 1990s. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. The, the, the portion that he tweeted out had nothing to do with the Jewish people, by the way. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, the larger part of the documentary was very anti-Semitic, okay? That mm. is true. But the portion that Kyrie Irving was talking about was kind of the, the whole globalist thing, okay? Right. The never, as far as I remember, um, that clip, never actually mentioning the Jews, he didn't get suspended necessarily for that. He got suspended for not apologizing. And I think that would be a great transition. Oh, wait, well, hold on a second. We, we, we got to figure out who, first of all, who's the winner? Because this is actually my worst story of the week. Spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah. So I, I got to go with, um, uh, I got to go with Joe Biden on this one. Sonny Hostin's a yeah. close second for me, but I have to go with Joe yeah. Biden. Um, yeah. Simply Joe because Biden, Joe Biden wins. for the second time in two months, we, we got a, uh, a speech in which we're told that um, 
we have to unite against political violence, but only one side of the aisle has been committing political violence. Mm. Cannot emphasize this enough that this is the dangerous part of all of this. This is not just this is not just lies. This is not just rhetoric for rhetoric's sake. This is not just the talking of a senile old man. This is a setup. This is a setup for something that they would like to do, and that something is to shut down the opposition and take full control. That's what this is about. This is setting up. This is how. This is the game plan of all authoritarians. I don't even have to use the word Hitler. This is the game plan of every authoritarian government ever. Use the levers of democracy. Use them. Use them. Use them, and then turn the spigot off. And how do you turn the spigot off? Right. In Germany, how did they do it? In Venezuela, in Cuba, all over the world, every single time in China, how did they do it? They painted the enemy as the politically violent, dangerous opposition that must be shut down for the good of democracy, right? The good of the republic, the good of China, the good of Germany, the good of blah, 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 right? Shut it down and give us all the control. It's insane. It's dangerous. We cannot go down this road. We cannot buy into it. We cannot give them any more power. If there's any reason to vote into that red tsunami and you're 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 leaning, maybe I don't. That that speech right there is a setup for full authoritarian control. Now, you mentioned your worst story of the week being the Kyrie Irving story. Why? Well, first of all. I, I just I got to thinking about this one one of which Adam Silver I, I saw this yesterday I believe where Adam, the commissioner Adam Silver was uh, going to sit to have a sit down with Kyrie Irving and uh, try to get him to apologize for his whatever he did I, I don't remember what platform it was on but that, that he shared that that portion of the video Right. And how they're trying to make him look like some kind of anti-Semite. Now, don't get me wrong, Kyrie Irving is crazy. Like he's 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 kind of he's kind of loony. Mm-hmm. However, this is this is where I start to have issues with, with with things like this. How many dumb things has people like LeBron James done on social media and said some really stupid things that he probably should be apologizing for? And the NBA does absolutely nothing about it. Oh, a thousand percent. He says racist. Can you can you, can you sit here and t- yeah? Can you sit here and tell me that the NBA is not even a little bit racist? Oh, it's a thousand percent racist. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I'm I'm just I'm just saying for argument's sake. You like you can't even say it's not even a little bit. It, it absolutely is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet, here we are having these conversations and and trying to make people apologize for something that, that you as an organization don't agree with, by the way. Right. Yet, you violate your own values and principles that you claim to stand for all the time. Yeah. So, the NBA is, is still dead to me. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, like, I, I was, I was starting to get excited because you know my my Cleveland Cavaliers are doing really well this year so far, and and I love the game about, but I'm like, I cannot watch something where they are going to be actively promoting racism and doing this kind of bullcrap to players. I mean, what they did to Kyrie Irving during the COVID years was backcrap crazy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I were Kyrie, I don't understand why he didn't do this in the offseason. Leave the freaking Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, that organization is trash. Yes. Him and Kevin Durant should have left in the offseason. It is uh, is 100%. I would say it's worse than the Spurs organization in terms of its leftist bent. Um, and, And making sure that everybody knows about it, right? Which is where a lot of this is coming from. Right, exactly. But by the way, uh, I'll see your Cleveland Cavaliers and raise you a undefeated Milwaukee Bucks. 7 yeah. and 0. 7 and 0 to start the season. But I, again, like you, uh, NBA dead to me. I haven't watched a single second of it. I couldn't tell you anything other than I know that. And I only know that because when we were hitting pause on a on a show, um that popped up in the little thing from Xfinity. 
Ah. That's the only reason why I knew that. Now, my worst story of the week, Pat, has to be um, not the Greta Thunberg story like I thought, right? That That's batshit crazy because literally, huh, who thought Greta Thunberg might be a commie or at least a socialist yes. or at least an anti-capitalist? Couldn't have told who, you that one before, but all right. That? Uh-huh. But here's my worst story of the week, okay? This comes from the Daily Mail. <clears throat> a homeless man with 25 priors arrested for rape of New York City jogger. That's not the full story. That's not even close to the actual story, though. Of course, the Daily Mail just giving you a bullshit headline. But a homeless man, yes, he's homeless right now, with uh-huh. 25 priors is wanted for not one, but two sex crimes currently was arrested on Thursday for allegedly raping a 43-year-old woman along Manhattan's Hudson River Park. Police uh-huh. said the victim was out by Pier 45 near West and Christopher Streets in the West Village at around 5.30 a.m. when the man, 29 years old, by the way, that's like almost an arrest per year you've been alive. Now, 25 priors plus two more. Now he's at 28, by the way, because he's got two, two alleged sex crimes plus this alleged other rape here. So 25 plus three, that's 28. He is almost at one arrest for every single year he's been alive. One conviction, potentially, for every year that he's been alive. But when the man 29 grabbed her from behind, choked her until she passed out. The assailant then removed her clothes, raped her, and fled the scene with her headphone, cell phone, and wallet. The suspect, who has not been named yet, is also wanted for an attempted rape on October 6th and the sexual assault of another jogger along Pier 40 in March. Cashless bail. How the f- does this happen? This person is a danger to society, period, point blank. I don't care if he's black, white, Asian, Hispanic, purple, yellow, brown, gold. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it's a man, doesn't matter if it's a woman. It's very clear this person does not belong on the streets. This person belongs probably in a mental institution, number one. Probably, mm. if not there, getting psychiatric, actual psychiatric care in prison. You would think that after the first, first arraignment or first allegation, right, uh, of yep. this... That when it goes to court for the second one, um, no bail for you, go directly to jail. And also get yourself a mental evaluation. This is the problem with our system all the way around, Pat. This should never be a thing that's allowed to happen. 25 priors? 25? He's 29 years old. What, What more do we need to suggest that this individual is a danger to society one more. But this is the world that we live in from the left, that probably because he's black, probably because of this, probably because of that, we, we can't, we can't, no, no, it's, it's all racist. It's all designed against the poor and blah, 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 blah. So we must let these people out. No, let's use some common sense. How about that? Like, if you're arrested for simple possession of something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably recognizance bond. If you are arrested for possession of that and possession of an illegal handgun, probably you go to jail. Yeah. Let's go there because this is a protection of society situation. This is insane. This is all insane. And for Governor Kathy Hochul to sit here and suggest that crime is down and yeah, murders, murders specifically. Yes, they're down in New York City and New York State from an all-time high. This is the same example of Joe Biden talking about how, well, we gas prices are down 35% from an all-time high. <laughs> like, there's got to be some perspective here. And in using this as the cudgel that they used you know, Kathy Hochul to suggest that this is, oh, and then Phil Murphy, 
the governor of New Jersey. Did you see that this week? Right, using this as the this is just um, fear mongering and racism and transphobia now too, Pat. By the way, um, to suggest that uh, these individuals who commit crime need to um, make sure that they're not part of polite society for a while. That that suggestion is racist, transphobic. Name it, it isn't, right, to the left. And it's a big right, right. conspiracy theory of the right. That's why this is my worst story of the week. Not just because this individual was brutally raped, but because this is wholly 100% preventable. This is a preventable crime, and that's what people are pissed off about, is that crimes that are preventable, crimes that are also very predictable, like, I don't know, letting somebody out who clearly has a proclivity to raping people. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Again, common sense. But these judges are largely having their hands tied behind their backs vis-a-vis -vis state, local law, right? Here in Illinois, they want this cashless bail to go through. They want that law to be on the books statewide. No, thank you. Do not pass go. Just go right to jail. We don't even need a we don't even need policy prescriptions per se. We just need somebody to stand up and say, yeah, no, nope, this is not going to be accepted in our society. Here's the level that we're going to reach and uh, and subscribe uh, to as a society. And I'm going to hold ourselves accountable. I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to hold everybody accountable for that. Just that simple. Now, Pat, do you have uh, any other story you wanted to mention? Nope, nope, that was it. Um, that, 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 that's, that's all she wrote. Are you sure? On that note, Pat, your um, final thoughts, and uh, I, I'm anxious to open my gift for my uh, birthday month. So, so don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And for Andrew's gift on his fourth day of his birth month, uh, he gets the newest Sarah McLaughlin album. You son of a beach. <laughs> Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, have a great weekend. And Matthew 547.